Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. As I always say, chest out, chin up. We are racking up the victories over the last couple weeks. Hasn't been the best couple of years in politics for us conservatives, but it's been a darn good seven to ten days. I'll get to that. Lot to talk about, including, again, it's not hypocrisy. They found classified documents. In Biden's library, of course they did. But they're being hypocrites. There's no Mar-a-Lago-like raid. It's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. I can't, I can't emphasize this enough. A lot to get to. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Loaded show for you today. Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Tommy John. TommyJohn.com slash Dan. Winter mornings are brutal. So here's my tip for tackling the day in comfort. Grab new Tommy John loungewear and get cozy wherever you go. When you start the new year in Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable, so you can do everything better. Tommy John's loungewear, pajamas, and underwear have dozens of comfort innovations like luxuriously soft tri-blend and micromodal fabrics with four-way stretch. And now, no lint balls or fuzz. With over 20 million pairs sold, I'm a lot of those, and thousands of five-star reviews. People love Tommy John. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. Like this Tommy John fanatic who raves, I bought one pair of loungewear and after wearing them for two days, got all the other colors available. The only place I don't wear them is in the shower. I was a customer long before they were a sponsor of this show because the products look good and they feel good. Plus, it's all backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free. Guarantee. Look good. Feel good. Get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. 20% off right now at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. TommyJohn.com slash Dan. Go today. We love Tommy John. See site for details. TommyJohn.com slash Dan. Check them out. All right, Joe, let's go. It is showtime, Dan. Yes, baby, it is. And the rules passed. The rules that the conservative wing of the Republican Party pushed for in the speaker's race that we warned you that Nancy Mace and Tony Gonzalez we're speaking out against in the weekend shows two Republican Congress people. Apparently, only Gonzalez voted against it. So your calls, your requests, your emails to these other Republican Congress people to say, hey, this is what we negotiated. These rules are going to restrain the Congress from spending money we don't have. You better damn well vote for them. Worked. The victories are starting to come in. This is what conservatism looks like, despite the protestations of the swamp and establishment wing that's losing their minds. To the Because the empowered conservatives are acting like extremists. What, fighting for conservatism? I'll get to some more victories coming up. A lot more victories. But first, I want to cover this story. So, yesterday, I'm sitting around, getting ready, watch kind of some, some TV, get a little bit of Jesse and a little bit of Tucker in right before I go to sleep. I go to sleep early. Kind of pathetic. I get it. But sleep's important. Uh, you know, during the week, you got to get to work. And I see breaking news that they found classified documents at the Biden think tank, which is hilarious in and of itself. I mean, <laughs> Biden having a think, I know. I mean, that's like a whole other joke we could do a show on. But apparently Biden had a think tank. Maybe someone should you know, think for him through a surrogate brain or something like that. They found classified documents at UPenn. Uh, UPenn had this think tank there, Biden's classified documents from his time as vice president. Now, I know the first question a lot of you had is, well, they found it. Surely, fellas, right, pursuant to a raid, just like they raided Mar-a-Lago, Donald Trump's residence, when there were allegations that there were classified documents there. Uh, No, 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 that didn't happen. No, no, no. (laughs) Come on, Joe, stop the nonsense. I know you're stunned and surprised. That's not what happened at all. They're like, well, some lawyers found it, and uh, they turned the stuff over. They turned it over. And, and of course, the left-wing media goons and hacks and the Tom Nichols of the world, the death of expertise guy, uh, they came out and said, well, look, Joe, this is such an act of benevolence. Look, Biden's uh, legal team turned it over immediately. <laughs> immediately. Do you guys know off the top of your head when Joe Biden left the office of the vice presidency when these documents made it into his uh, library or his collection? Anyone? 20, years. 27, 27, few years. Yeah, yeah 2017. <laughs> years now. <laughs> 2023, I just had to check my phone. It is right. Can you do a double check on that, guys? It's the year 2023. There was just a new year. I may be off by a few. Yeah. The math checks out, he says. Joe confirms. Yeah. Uh, I'll go into kind of the laughable media defense of this stuff in a minute. 
Folks, he's had this stuff for years, for years. Here's some early takeaways from this story. And again, I cannot emphasize enough. Please do not make the point to people about the hypocrisy of the media. You, well, I don't want to say, don't, I'm not telling anyone what to say. It's just absurd. There is hypocrisy. The media, of course, calling for Donald Trump to be uh, executed under the guillotine for allegedly having some classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago residence. Biden did the exact same thing. Bill Clinton did the exact same thing. Obama did the exact same thing. Oh, look, it's hypocrisy. Okay, great. We already get that. The point that's of more concern is one I make often to the point where you guys want to throw up when I say it. It is hierarchy. When you are a totalitarian tyrant, like the liberal movement, the progressive movement is, they, they, they crave power and collectivism. Individual liberty means nothing to them. They have power over you. They need to show you what power looks like. They need to intimidate you into silence. Subjugation requires acts of intimidation or you're never going to voluntarily give up your freedom. You have to be scared. When you're a hierarchical system like collectivists are that crave power, they love stuff like this because it's an opportunity for them to show that, yes, they're hypocrites, and no, they don't give a stuff. They don't care. We're in charge. You're not. We don't believe in your individual liberty. Yeah, look, our guy got caught maybe committing a potential crime. We'll see what happens with this case if there's an investigation. But it doesn't matter. We'll go raid with our FBI uh, guys. We'll go raid your guys' side, not ours. Here's some early takeaways. First, these documents were not found yesterday, folks. They were found six days before the midterm election. Oh, isn't that convenient? What? Six days before the midterm election in November. Double checking on the date again, fellas. It is January. Matter of fact, it's January 10th. That is after November. If you're counting the years before November within 2023. That is after November of 2022. That's kind of strange how we didn't hear about that stuff. Because I remember very specifically, I've showed you the article quite a bit. When there were allegations of a PP tape and Donald Trump colluding with the Russians to steal an election which was obviously on its face absurd. I'll get to that story later, too. A lot to talk about. That leaked right before the election to make sure it did maximum damage. And it was it New York Mag or something, like one of those outlets who leaked it. I've showed you the article before. Yet it's strange. We didn't have any whistleblowers or insiders leaking this story that six days before the election, classified documents were found in the Biden library. So strange how we're only hearing about it now. Here's another early takeaway from this story. Who had access to that space at UPenn? If they were classified documents, I mean, we were told Mar-a-Lago that Trump's alleged holdings of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago that were behind a locked door where Mar-a-Lago has secret service there. We were told this was a huge threat to our national security because people could have had access to it, which is highly unlikely, by the way. This is strange. It's University of Pennsylvania. There's no, as far as I know, uh, this didn't have a security guard assigned full time. If, if I'm wrong, correct me. But there was no secret service there. Who had access to this? Interesting question in light of this, just the news article. You should probably send to your liberal friends. Be in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter if you'd like to subscribe. It's free, of course. Belated revelation of classified documents found in private Biden office turns legal and political tables. It's interesting to note that the University of Pennsylvania received extensive Chinese funding, estimated in some media reports at a staggering, by the way, $54 million around and after the time Biden announced his policy think tank was going to be part of the university's Washington program. Who had access to that? To question Tucker Carlson asked light on it last lesson at his Fox show. You may want to listen to this because I'm reasonably confident that the Chinese Communist Party was not donating to Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. I'm reasonably confident about that. Here, check this out. So as Biden was saying that, it turns out that he was, and you'll be shocked to hear this, doing exactly the same thing that he accused Donald Trump of doing. Joe Biden was storing classified documents in a private office at a fake think tank that has been set up for him at the University of Pennsylvania. That fake think tank is called the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement at the University of Pennsylvania. 
Now, we should tell you we don't know exactly what these classified documents are. And unlike Michael Beschloss and the former head of the CIA, we're not going to speculate. But according to CNN, they were very sensitive. Quote, the classified materials included some top secret files with the sensitive compartmented information designation, also known as SCI, which is used for highly sensitive information obtained from intelligence sources. So what exactly were these materials? Were they the nuclear codes? We're probably going to find out pretty soon because there's no question Merrick Garland will unleash one of his signature pre-dawn raids on the University of Pennsylvania at any moment. Because <laughs> it's a national security threat. Merrick Garland will get right on that. But actually, Penn may be a national security event. We know you're very impressed. Your nephew got in. But Penn, as an institution, takes an awful lot of money from the Chinese Communist Party. Not making that up. In recent years, Penn has received more than $50 million from anonymous Chinese donors. So the question is, were those donors peering at the classified documents, the national security secrets that Joe Biden had been stashing at the fake think tank that Penn set up for him? How much access did they have exactly to these documents? Now, will any of these questions be asked by uh, our Againo attorney general and name only, the hapless Merrick Garland? Hell to the... No, it won't. Those questions will not be asked because it's hierarchy. They're in charge. They're tyrants. And they don't really give a damn if you think it's hypocritical or not. Here's another couple of early takeaways from this bombshell story that broke last night. Ladies and gentlemen, unlike Joe Biden, who was vice president, now president, but vice president, that's where these documents came from. These aren't from his presidential administration. I want to be clear on that. Unlike Joe Biden, Donald Trump was the president of the United States at that time. Remember when the documents were found, he was the, uh, he was the former vice president. Donald Trump is a former president. Donald Trump had declassification authority. Matter of fact, he's the ultimate declassification authority. Donald Trump, whether you like it or not, could have left office with a bunch of documents and said these are hereby declassified. And that's the way it goes down, whether you like it or not. Joe Biden didn't have any of that authority. Kind of a convenient point. The media is like intentionally, by the way. They're looking because they see it going over their head. It's not like this, like they miss it. It's like this, Joe. They know. Yeah. They want it over their heads and they want it over your head, too. Joe Biden didn't have any declassification power to declassify these documents. It sounds like he's in a little bit of trouble. It's a point Byron Donalds brought up last night on CNN and a good one. Take a listen. You're a member of Congress. You deal with classified information. What's your reaction to this? Oh, well, my reaction is pretty simple. I'm wondering why the vice president of the United States had classified documents outside of the hands of the intelligence community. Listen, it's been pretty clear that presidents do have some classified documents. But the difference between a president and everybody else is the president has the ability to declassify information. The vice president has no ability to declassify information. So number one, what was he doing with classified information in his possession? Number two, why did it take six years? And I, I want to stress this for the American people. Joe Biden left the vice presidency in 2017. So it's taken six years for these documents to surface. That is incredibly concerning. And point number three, and this is the one that's most important. Everybody can go back to the Hillary Clinton email saga. We know other presidents have had classified information. But why was there a raid on Mar-a-Lago? But now this story just kind of seeps out and everybody's saying, oh, we just want to get down to the bottom of it. And everybody's giving the benefit of the doubt. A vice president of the United States or a secretary of state or anybody else should not be having classified information, period. Well said, Byron Donalds. Nailed it right there. Yep. He doesn't have declassification authority. President Trump did. Kind of a problem. Second, how long has he had these documents? He left office in 2017. How many more are out there? Ladies and gentlemen, a raid is absolutely required. Anyone disagree? That's the standard, is it not? Seems to be. The standard here, it, it, yeah, you saw it yourself. We covered it extensively. The Mar-a-Lago raid and Donald Trump, when they were unsure of what documents were there, were unsure. Joe Biden has a number of residences. He's a very rich man who's got rich off the grifting of his son and his brother and him selling his name. How, how many other documents are out there in other locations? It's unquestionably time for a raid. Oh, Dan, you're being hyperbolic. I am not. I am as serious as a heart attack. 
It is time for the immediate appointment of a special counsel and multiple raids on all of the Biden residences. That's the standard. New rules, Jack, as Biden would say. Loves calling everybody Jack. New rules. Will the FBI do that? Of course not. The FBI is a destroyed, wrecked, humiliating embarrassment of an organization that I told you should have been disbanded a long time ago. They are a train wreck. Will Christopher Ray do a raid? Of course he won't do a raid because he's part of the tyrannical hierarchy. Oh, but that's hypocritical. Christopher Ray doesn't care that it looks hypocritical. He cares about kissing the ass of the tyrants in charge so he can be one of them. Here's an, uh, another early takeaway from this. How could Biden be so irresponsible? Where'd I get that from? Oh, Joe Biden himself. Here, take a listen to this. You saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. What did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that made compromised sources and methods? And by that, I mean names of people who helped or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. Totally, Joe. Totally irresponsible. And, and, and a good question by Biden. What, what, what data was in there? Yeah. We'd like to know that, too. Demanding FBI raids immediately to uncover the people's documents. They're not Joe Biden's. That's the standard new rules. He has no declassification authority. The FBI should be immediately raiding the residences and offices of Joe Biden immediately, immediately. Well, they, of course not. They're part of the problem. I want to remind you too, so you never think you're wasting your time here. That my point in the beginning when the Mar-a-Lago scandal broke out, and it's a scandal with the FBI, not Donald Trump. What did I say to you early on? The president has declassification authority. Every single president has had this problem with the overclassification of documents. This is at best, at best, an administrative matter. Obama's had issues with it. Clinton's had issues with it. Trump had issues with it. They've all had issues with it, with paperwork appearing post-presidency that's allegedly classified. I warned them, of course, and we were right again, that once you set the standard that it's a criminal, not an administrative matter, which it always has been, that that standard moving forward is going to be now Republicans are going to call in the future for FBI raids too. Joe, we're at that point only a few months later. Can you, uh, Joe, I know that's on your list. Can you un unflag that, please? Is that enough? Uh, can you take that off? Yeah, there? I can take that off of there. Yeah, consider it done. Is, there an, uh -huh. is there an unflag it announcement or is that just uh, a flag? Uh, like, take what? that down. Take that flag down. Take that flag. Thank you. He's announcing it to his, who's, what's your dog's name? Kit? Uh, Kit, yes. Yeah, kid is helping him out, scratching out. I just there you it, go. Good, yeah. It went, fellas, ladies, it wasn't but a few months that I warned you this would happen. You were never wasting your time here. I want to get into a couple more things as well. You know, political playbook, the leftist hack Bible. I I I so enjoy reading it. Dan, why do you torture yourself? Because it's so hilarious to watch these people fall into the stereotype of them every single time. It's just every time they do the same thing. This is another version of Republicans Pounce. Here it is, right here. Needless to say, political playbook. Newly empowered Republicans see the circumstances here as a hell of a lot more than inconvenient. Seizing! Seizing, Joe! Seizing on superficial similarities between this discovery and the August search and seizure of more than 100 documents from Donald Trump's home in Florida. You see? Oh, man. These, this is uh, yeah, I'm so predictable, so lame, so pathetic. Of course, the Republicans' pounce is a way to distract from the scandal and make it about the Republicans' response to the scandal, making them seem like mercenaries, pouncing, seizing, leaping. This is what they do. I want to get to it in a second. I get to my next sponsor. The ridiculous defenses. And I mean, even for the left, ridiculous defenses, because the media is there, obviously, Praetorian Guard for the left, trying to defend this enormous scandal by the Biden administration. They're really, these are funny, even by their ridiculous standards. I'll get to that in a minute. 
Omaha Steaks, I was in Omaha Steaks household long before they were a sponsor. The food is great. It's well-priced. It's absolutely delicious. Nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal. Luckily, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to start the year right and keep that warm and cozy feeling going all winter long. From gourmet entrees to lean, tender steaks, aged to perfection, and convenient, simple-to-prepare meals, Omaha Steaks has everything you need to bounce back from the holidays and stay cozy all winter. Right now is the perfect time to stock up and fill your freezer with delicious flavor. Food's amazing, folks. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, and get $30 off your order. Save on perfectly portioned favorites, easy meals, and so much more with Omaha Steaks freezer filler sale. That's $30 off an endless variety of absolutely delicious gourmet choices from incredible steaks, premium chicken, delicious pork to seafood. There's something for everyone. Every bite is backed by their 100% money-back guarantee. It tastes amazing. Visit omahasteaks.com today. Enter Bongino at checkout to get $30 off your order. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Check it out, folks. You're going to love the food there. Minimum order may be required. OmahaSteaks.com, promo code Bongino. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. So here's playbook again. Again, just completely collapsing into the stereotype of the left. And it's a stereotype for a reason. They prove you right all the time about it. It's just humiliating. So they have a courts guru, Josh Gerstein, who pointed out some other distinctions between Trump and the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago and Biden and the classified documents at his think tank. Here's one. This is, this is, these are so, I'm sorry, I'm, just get to it. There's simply fewer documents at stake, 300 in Trump's cases versus a small number at the think tank. Okay, number one, you guys. Yeah. You, you don't know there's a smaller number. We haven't done the raid yet. But he's a guru. He pointed out, Joey's a courts guru. So Josh Gerstein, <laughs> please stop humiliating yourself. I don't know if you have a family or kids. Stop embarrassing yourself. You don't know that. By the way, you don't even know about the Trump case. The Trump case could evolve later. There could be 500. You have no idea. Not just that, that you don't know that, guru, guru Gerstein. You have no idea. Second, so now it's the number, but not the quality of the information. So what if we find out that at the Biden think tank, that the nuclear codes we were falsely told were at Mar-a-Lago, falsely told. What if we were told that there was just one document, but it was the nuclear codes or some nuclear process that the enemy or the Chinese Communist Party got a hold of? Then they say, oh, you don't know that either. Oh, okay. So you don't know the quality of the information and you don't know the quantity, yet you feel as a guru the need to opine, to defend and kiss the ass of your golden calf, Joe Biden, you pathetic hack. His second defense, a think tank office is not a personal residence. Oh, oh, so now, oh, so the fact that Mar-a-Lago, which had a locked door, see, I'm like, I'm not making excuses. If he shouldn't have had, he should have, but he is a declassification there. And as Secret Service, you'd rather have it at a university library, the campus of which took $54 million from connected Chinese uh, donors who may or may not have connections to the Chinese Communist Party. Again, Guru Gerstein, please stop humiliating yourself. I don't know, again, if you have neighbors or friends, they're reading this. It's embarrassing. Third. Man. He says it's not, a, it's not unusual for small numbers of emails or documents that are classified to get mixed with unclassified records. Holy crikeys. Sounds like something we said on this show Six freaking months ago. But that didn't matter when it was Trump. It only matters now that your boy here, Joey Botts, got busted. It's hypocrisy. No, it's not. The man's a straight up collectivist tyrant who will do anything to defend. Their... They don't care. Guru Gerstein doesn't care one bit that he looks like a buffoon. He's doing his job. His job is to defend tyrannical, collectivized power, period. My gosh, he's handed him to a third party, Dan. That's even worse. Yes. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Um, dude, listen, 
It is never, ever going to stop. That's why the goal of this show is to make sure you have the information you need going forward to know the enemy you're dealing with and never get lost in the sideshows like it's hypocrisy. You are dealing with far different people. You're not dealing with hypocrites. You are dealing with tyrants. And don't you ever forget that. Been a message to this show from the start. All right, so moving on, I opened up the show talking about how the rules package that restrains the Congress going forward that we fought for in the speaker's race from spending money we don't, or spending more money we don't have, we're still spending money we don't have, they were major victories. Is it the be-all, end-all? Is it everything? Should we be, you know, let's pop the champagne, baby. Drink that vuv. No, 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 no. It's not the be-all, end-all, but it's definitely something. And the victories are already paying off. Folks, listen, it took us, let's just be clear, it took us 50, 60 years to get here. We're not going to change everything overnight. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You chip away piece by piece. We are starting to rack up the victories. But first, just from a, I mean, this is just a story I'm throwing in there just for my own personal satisfaction. So if it bothers you, it's my fault totally. It has nothing to do with Key or Joe. Leslie Stahl. Leslie Stahl said it was, remember Leslie Stahl from <laughs> CNN? Leslie, sir, sir, this is 60 Minutes, Leslie Stahl. Humiliating mess, fake news specialist. She warned that the speaker fight had embarrassed the nation. <laughs> Leslie Stahl. Leslie Stahl's an embarrassment to humankind. Leslie Stahl should have been fired and terminated from 60 Minutes immediately. Not because it's personal, not because I want her canceled, but because 60 Minutes seriously claims to be a news outlet. How can you have this woman on after the way she humiliated herself with Donald Trump? Here, this is worth an encore. Here's the Sir episode where Leslie Stahl absurdly claims that they can't verify information, verify information about the spying scandal that had already been verified. We knew the name of the spy. Take a look. The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my you campaign. Know, there's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally that. verified. No. Listen, I don't want Leslie Stahl canceled. Honestly, I watched 60 Minutes to laugh. It's become my weekly comedy. It's the only liberal show I watch on Sunday night. I watch it because it's so hilarious how they always frame stories to kiss the ass of the left. I just get a kick out of it. And Leslie Stahl, I laugh at the most. The woman is an embarrassment, a straight up humiliation to CBS. And it's glorious that she's still there because she beclowned herself so badly that this is going to, how do you fire Dan Rather and keep her on board? She says it's an embarrassment that conservatives fought for a more sound set of rules moving forward in the Congress to prevent an immediate national bankruptcy. That's how you know it's a victory when the left freaks out. Here's another way you know it's a victory because it was a victory. Conservatives who now got key positions on committees to select chairmen moving forward defeated Rhino Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw, as I Hat tip, Grandma Eileen. As I says last week, as I says, Dan Crenshaw was mad, calling us terrorists. Rhino Republican congressman, allegedly from Texas, is calling us terrorists and enemies. Dan Crenshaw was mad because Dan Crenshaw wanted to be the chairman of the Homeland Security Committee. Dan Crenshaw probably had some wink and a nod promise from Kevin McCarthy. And in fact, when we got seats on these selection committees that picked these people, Dan Crenshaw lost yesterday. That's a big L. You can see the story in the Washington Examiner right there. Victories are piling up, folks. Piling up. All right, Dan, that's a nice little victory. Rules package passed. Crenshaw goes down in flames. That's fantastic. Well, what else happened? Well, right after the rules package was passed, they took a vote immediately on rescinding funding for those 87,000 IRS agents that are going to come after your wallet, your money, and your job, potentially, and your freedom if you don't give them the money. Republicans passed that yesterday. Now, is it going to pass the Senate? Probably not. Even if it does, Joe Biden's going to veto it. So, Dan, what's the point? They're symbolic victories. No, 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 no. Again, how do you eat an elephant? 
one little bite at a time. Now, every single Democrat is on the record, again, voting against rescinding funding for 87,000 IRS agents that are going to start auditing the hell, auditing the hell out of poor and middle-class Americans. The president's on the record now, too, multiple times supporting that. How do I know? Oh, Dan, no, that's not going to happen. The 87,000 IRS agents are only going to target the rich. <laughs> yeah, you fell, you fell for that? Fox News, IRS targeted the poorest taxpayers while millionaires went unscathed in 2022. <laughs> you, fell, you fell for that? See, here's the thing. Rich people have lawyers and accountants, and they beat the IRS all the time. So the IRS doesn't like to audit rich people. You didn't know that? Because it takes too long. And even if they win, they wind up losing money because they spend two years in court. Oh, you didn't know that? So they audit poor and middle-class people who may or may not have the money to avoid legal representation who just pay up right away. Oh, you just, you just, you just found that out now? Oh, sorry about that. All right, let me get to my next sponsor and show you how what happened in the house, great article by Dan Horowitz coming up, is a blueprint moving forward, how we can wrestle back our party. We don't need a third party, folks. We have a party. The Republican Party. We already have donor lists. We have voter vault stuff. We have information. That is value. That's our party. The liberals don't split off and create the liberal party. They took back the Democrat party, hijacked it, and got all this crap passed. Why can't we do the same? The answer is we can. And the blueprint is right in front of us. Let me get to this first. Genucel, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Genucel's New Year's clearance event for a limited time. Save over 70, 70, 70% off Genucel's most popular package. And take care of all your skincare needs. Turn back the clock with GenuCell skincare and look 5, 10, even 15 years younger. Watch those fine lines, forehead wrinkles, sagging jawlines, dark marks, skin redness, and even those under eye bags gone right before your eyes. GenuCell works for men and women, safe for all skin types, and perfect for skin at any age. Maybe used it myself. And with its immediate effects, GenuCell promises results that'll make you smile guaranteed or 100% of your money back. Paul is a big fan. Right now, get GenuCell's customer favorite deep firming vitamin C serum. Absolutely free in every most popular package. Hydrate your skin while restoring that vibrant glow. Go to GenuCell, it's G-E-N-U-C-E-L, GenuCell.com slash Dan. Enter Dan at checkout for extra savings. Every order placed is automatically upgraded to free shipping for the new year. Don't wait. GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell. Dot com slash Dan. Check it out. Thanks, Jim. Folks, Dan Horowitz is a great piece. Again, in the newsletter, strongly encourage you to read it. It's in the blaze. Dan Horowitz is a very passionate guy for conservatism. I respect him a lot. He has been way ahead of the media on a number of stories. I remember him calling me when I lived in Maryland. Gosh, this had to be eight, nine years ago. And Joe and I just started the podcast right around that time, maybe eight years ago. And he said to me, you got to watch this congressman out of Florida. He's a really great conservative. I said, yeah, what's his name? He said, Ron DeSantis. I said, ah, cool. I'll keep my eye on him. I will never forget. I was in a jiffy loop getting an oil change. I'll never forget that. He wrote this piece. 20 House Patriots provide the blueprint for conservatives to reassert control over the failed GOP. And he makes a couple of great points. The first point he makes in his screen cap from the piece is a good one. That to the establishment types out there, their, their argument, one of their arguments that the McCarthy wing and kind of the swampies have been using against us conservatives. And you saw it surface again last week during the speaker fight. One of the arguments has been, well, you guys are only 10% of the Senate and 20% of Capitol Hill. So how come you get such a say in the Republican Party? Okay, fair enough. You're, their math isn't inaccurate. The problem is, and I brought this up yesterday. If you listen to yesterday's show, you, you can go back and listen to yourself. Proof of life. That's not how this goes down. The Republicans up on Capitol Hill, who are the swampies, never run as swampies. They run in conservative districts as one of us. Oh, I'm going to support a balance of budget and amendment, school choice, pro-life, constitutional carry. And then they get up there. I'm not going to vote for Boehner. What do they do, Joe? They do swampy stuff the minute they're promised a committee assignment. They flip. They flip. So Horowitz makes a great point. Well, if they're going to sabotage our primaries and hide who they are, then we should demand that they join our team. We shouldn't have to join theirs. <laughs> That's, that is a glorious point. Do you agree? That we don't run as them. Can you guys prove, when in a conservative district does a conservative candidate run as a rhino? Hey, I'm not for a balanced budget amendment. I think we should spend more. 
just maybe a little less than the Democrats. Yeah, the constitutional carry, we don't get into social issues. That's that's just all garbage. Pro-life, ah, life, schmife, who cares? Who does that? The answer is no one. So why do we have to join their team? They pretend to be us. This is such a great piece. Great piece. He makes another point, too. Folks, the, the uh, liberal wing, the conservatives, I, I hate to say this, and, and don't take this the wrong way, but it's tactically SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, putting them in a matrix. We need to emulate, emulate excuse me, the liberal strategy for taking back their party. You had a committed group of, frankly, crazies on the left calling for defund the police, afterbirth abortion, you know, modern monetary theory. And they got it. All of it until there was a public rebellion. The difference is the ideas we have actually work. Supporting life, balancing the budget, allowing parents to pick their schools, having strong police forces and safe streets. So if the liberal crazies can push craziness and get their party moving towards crazy, why can't we get our party to move more towards sanity? He said, most of all, the efforts of these heroes, talking about the 20 in the speaker's race, set an example of how a minority committed to its values can smartly use leverage to demand that the Republican wing of the party be back in the driver's seat, not the trunk, in what should be a conservative vehicle in the country. They changed the game. You're damn right they did. And you should be very proud of them. I had Chip Roy on my radio show yesterday. We'll put it on the weekend podcast for you to listen. It was an amazing interview. His answers were incredible. He is one of the 20 in the speaker's race that fought for all this stuff. There's a blueprint going forward. We just have to be committed. It's not going to happen overnight, folks. It took us 40 years, 50 years for the country to get lost into the cesspool of transgender ideology, sexualizing kids, CRT, defund the police, open the border, fentanyl, drug crisis, all this crap. It's not going to get fixed overnight, but it can get fixed. And it's our job to fix it. All right, I want to get to this next story. There's one more thing we got to fix. And one of the things we got to move on is not just the IRS. Now that we've got the rules package set, the House is ready to do the business of the new Republican House. We have a four-seat majority. They need to move on the border immediately. Why? Ladies and gentlemen, it's an imminent national security threat. Let me get to my last sponsor. I'm going to get to this story. It's a bombshell story that, again, magically, right over the head, as they saw it, Folks, the Biden administration's New Year's goals of taxing and spending, turning a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings. Of course they are, because as they spend more money, inflation gets worse and your savings are worth less. That's why. When you've had enough of the games, government's playing with you, your savings, your retirement, your wallet, diversify into gold like I do with Birch Gold, B-A-R-C-H. I buy gold. I've been a customer of them for a while now. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text DAN, D-A-N, to 989898 to claim your free information kit on gold, and then talk to one of their precious metals specialists. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold. Is who I trust and have trusted to protect my future and yours. Get the information today. Text Dan to 989898. Text Dan to 989898 today. Past performance, not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rates apply. Thanks, Birch Gold. Still healing a little bit, but almost there all the way home. So hopefully we'll get that process uh, done. But I feel great. I've never felt better. I've been sleeping like a baby lately. You got to move on the border immediately, as I was saying before. It is an imminent National security threat. How did this story not wind up on the front page of just about every paper in America? In November alone, Customs and Border Protection caught 12 illegal immigrants on the terrorism watch list. That's not last year, folks. Look at the date in this article, January 8, 2023. It's in the newsletter. November alone, 12 illegals on the terror watch list. And Biden went down to the border for this clown show to go walk along a fence paid for by Donald Trump and Donald Trump's administration that they wanted to have put up that he wants taken down. 
And then they cleaned all the streets of El Paso and did raids to get rid of the illegal immigrants to make it look like the problem wasn't as bad as it was. Folks, the best time to watch local media is during times like this. Local media is largely dying. People tune into national news programs now. Here's a local media report out of Texas, half tip RNC research that found this, where the guys on the ground who live in these neighborhoods called this thing a dog and pony show. It's fake visit down there. Why? Terror watch list illegals are crossing the border. Check this out. It doesn't get to the heart of the issue. And, and quite frankly, the, the processing that happens at the Bridge of the Americas is commercial traffic. There, there are not uh, facilities there to process individuals. And so, you know, maybe the tone of this will change uh, when he goes to the county facility. But, but so far, I mean, this is, this is very much a dog and pony show. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, question every single narrative emanating from the media. Oh, this isn't a crisis. There's nothing wrong down there. Russia elected Donald Trump. Question everything. They are lying to you all the time. There are terror watch list people entering the country. We saw what a committed group of crazy terrorists can do to take this country down on 9-11 and elsewhere. How many more examples do you need? This has to be prioritized right after the IRS and these investigations into Biden's malfeasance. Question every single approved media narrative, folks. They are largely all fake. They are lying to you. They are nothing more than Pravda-like socialists, these media people. You're not wasting your time here. This broke yesterday, too. Did you see this one? Remember this clown Philip Bump? I mean, really, a humiliating figure in the media. We're easily worse than Leslie Stahl. A guy with no credentials whatsoever anymore to be writing for a paper even as bad as the Washington Post. This is from February of 2018. Disinformation specialist Philip Bump pushing the Russian trolls trying to hijack the election narrative. Timeline, how Russian trolls allegedly tried to throw the 2016 election to Trump. Now, of course, Joe remembers, Guy wasn't with us yet. We laughed at this at the time, talked about how absurd it was. Uh, it's kind of bizarre. Mark Zuckerberg spends millions of dollars through the Zuckerbucks uh, scandal on Facebook to uh, influence the election. Uh, the Democrat media approves. Yet the Russian trolls who purchased a few Facebook ads for what was it, like $11,000 in Wisconsin or something, yeah. Philip Bump thinks it through the because he's an idiot. Well, this broke yesterday, January 9, 2023. Same paper, Washington Post. Russian trolls on Twitter had little influence on 2016 voters. I, I want to, I why am I, what do we even do? Why am I even putting, I, I just want to make one point to the liberals out there who watch my show. I get your death threats. Well, you understand we're laughing at you that you voluntarily for what? Four to six years wasted your life chasing down ghosts and fairy tales about PP tapes, Russian trolls. And you wasted your six years of your life. You pissed your pants. And your diapers, you crapped yourselves all the time, screaming about Donald Trump in a story that was fake. It makes me so happy that you isolated yourself into a mental prison, sat on your couches reading endless stories in the Washington Post and the New York Times by Philip Bump and these other idiots, Maggie Haberman and the other clowns, and that all of it was fake. It's, it's so rewarding to me that you essentially did a BA and a two-year graduate program in a field that turned out to be fake, totally fake. I, that, that, that makes me so happy. It makes me prouder, too, that you and I spent time in the last six years telling you the truth. You only beat the news cycle by, what, four years in this case? Yeah, the exact, exact same tactic as the 100 Yeah, Yeah. So what timeline? Are we? Yeah, so we're about, what, two years away from them acknowledging that everything about Hunter was crazy, too? Uh, so pathetic. Here's another narrative just quickly. This was from yesterday before I get to Alex Berenson and more censorship around the vaccine stuff. I saw this op-ed in the Wall Street Journal the other day. But you know the infrastructure bill that some swampy Republicans and Democrats passed? So infrastructure, what do you guys think when you hear infrastructure? What's the narrative? Roads and bridges. Right, right. Roads, right. That's right. You only heard it a thousand times. Right? Joe, Joe responded right, right away because you've heard it so many times. Like, oh, infra oh, yeah, roads and bridges. That's a good thing. We need roads and bridges. <laughs> you fell for that, too? <laughs> you mean the trillion-dollar infrastructure bill doesn't fund actual roads? No. No, matter of fact, the Biden administration specifically wants no money for roads. No, come on, Dan. Oh, read it yourself. Wall Street Journal. 
The administration, Biden administration's plan to restrict new highways began after Biden signed the infrastructure bill. 19 GOP senators backed that spending blowout, hacks, by the way, in hope of bringing home billions of dollars for state projects, specifically roads and bridges. But a month later, the Biden Federal Highway Administration sent a memo to staffers urging them to deny competitive grants to projects that add new general purpose travel lanes, a.k.a. new roads. Uh, Routes and bridges. Routes and bridges. They actually specifically said no, no, no roads. Here's a little censorship update for you. Another Twitter files dropped last night by Alex Berenson. Alex Berenson is a former New York Times reporter who's been exposing problems with the vaccine, was banned by a number of social media outlets and censored for doing so because we live in a communist regime right now. Problems only getting worse in this censorship update. Berenson has a Substack out covering the Twitter files. You should check it out. I linked to it in my newsletter today, where he notes that Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who, by the way, worked under the Trump administration, who has now exposed himself as a really horrible human being, uh, headed the FDA. He's also a Pfizer board member. No way. No way. That's crazy. Yeah, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who was a Pfizer director, as Berenson notes, with over 550,000 Twitter followers, Saw a tweet he didn't like, a tweet that might hurt the sales of Pfizer's mRNA vaccines. This was in the Twitter trap. So what did he do? Well, the tweet explained correctly that natural immunity was superior to vaccine protection. It was by Admiral Brett Garrar. It called on the White House to follow the science and exempt people with natural immunity from upcoming vaccine mandates. Apparently, Scott Gottlieb, quote, secretly pressed Twitter to hide those posts. This didn't come from an anti-vaxxer, as Barron's using it as, uh, you know, with the air quotes like Robert R. F. Kennedy Jr., but from Dr. Brett Garrar, a physician who briefly followed Gottlieb as the head of the FDA. Folks, again, I don't care who Gottlieb worked for. Unlike a leftist, I believe in principles. And if you're going to push for censorship of ideas, and we're going to expose you, I don't give a damn who you work for. Here's Gottlieb, by the way, on CNBC, a Pfizer board member, apparently. Here's Gottlieb on CNBC a while ago, pushing the vaccine in a short but brief segment. You probably need to see now that we know he was allegedly pushing uh, Twitter to hide posts challenging his company's massively profitable COVID jabs. Check this out. What about people who've had COVID? Why should they be forced to, if they want to come back to Morgan Stanley to get the vaccine if they've already got antibodies and you don't necessarily need, you know, to introduce the vaccine? Well, we do believe that the um, the immunity that you get from the vaccine is more protective than the immunity that you acquire through natural infection. Yeah, okay, that's not right. Yeah, that's not that's actually anti science. That's actually totally inaccurate. The opposite is true. Here's another gem from CNBC, where I guess the reporter here who's asking him some questions may have gotten wind about the government pressuring social media companies to squelch information on the vaccine. So notice what Scott Gottlieb cleverly does here. He invokes the heckler's veto. What's the heckler's veto? He's the heckler, Scott Gottlieb. He doesn't like the information from the pro-science crowd that was actually exposing problems with the vaccine. So he heckles them. When he heckle them and you heckle them and you create a security situation, the heckler's veto is then you then use the security situation you created, right, to say, hey, there's a security situation. We shouldn't have that person on campus. Notice how he employs the heckler's veto here, saying, even though apparently, according to this report, they're the ones pressuring Twitter, that some lunatics who were threatening him, which you should never do, period. We've been clear on that from day one and will remain clear on that. But he uses these threats that come along with being a public figure, sadly, which they didn't, as kind of some like wink and nod to censor people. Check this out. So on Tucker Carlson last night, uh, New York Times reporter, former New York Times reporter Alec Berenson said you got him kicked off of Twitter. Uh, this is a kind of a convoluted conspiracy theory that somehow you told Twitter to get rid of him because he was asking too many questions about the efficacy and safety of the covid vaccine. Do you just want to respond to that and tell us your side? Yeah, look, I'm not going to comment directly on that. And, and he's threatening litigation, too. For no, so another reason not to respond. I've raised concerns around social media broadly, and I've done it on these networks around the threats that were being made on these um, on these platforms and the inability of these platforms to police direct threats, physical threats about people. Um, that's my concerns around social media and what's going on in that ecosystem. 
That's, that's, just, that's, that's weird, guys. It was Brett Garrar threatening Gottlieb because that's, uh, that's, that's the way him and Berenson were the ones, according to the allegations here, he was pushing to censor. Was it, were they threatening him? So some crazy person threatens you, which is unforgivable and shouldn't happen, but sadly, it's part of being a public figure. Again, I could play for you every single day. I, I, I could show you tweets, Facebook messages, threatening. We don't, because it's part of being a public figure. I wish it weren't, but it is. How pathetic. Here's a gem, by the way, from Project Veritas. Remember this? This was a Pfizer scientist who uh, was caught on a hidden camera saying that Pfizer had some concerns about links to myocarditis and potential links. Here, you may want to check this out. Chris Croce is a senior associate scientist with Pfizer. He goes on to explain a test that is currently taking place at Pfizer, not to determine the effectiveness, but to see if it is leading to heart attacks. I'm glad you didn't get any um, myocarditis. Yeah. That's a concern, right? No. More so for younger people. Why? That's what we're looking into right now. Oh, that, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're... Doing, we just sent like 3,000 patient samples mm -hmm. to get tested for like elevated troponin levels yeah. um, to see if it's vaccine based or so. What's it look like? I don't know. We're, we just sent that over this past week and the last batch will be sent over next week. All external testing. We'll see. Hopefully it's good. Because, well, no. I mean, if not, then my opinion, that might pull something from the market. I'm telling you now, this is going to be the most significant public health scandal of our time. I have zero doubt about that. I wish it weren't true. Unfortunately, it is. Just a couple quick notes. Um, uh, I'm just going to skip ahead here. The post-millennial story. Uh, sadly, the... Friends of mine, friends of the movement, friends of Trump, friends of liberty and freedom, two very passionate uh, people, Diamond and Silk, you got to know them. Everybody knows them or listens to this show. Well, Diamond, who was 51 years old, I woke up this morning and uh, saw she tragically passed. I, uh, oh. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was man. 51 years old. Yeah. You know, man is right. She was a, uh, she was a great friend to the movement. Uh, we spent a good amount of uh, time together at events, uh, at, at various conservative events. She was always, always a uh, uh, a real uh, light in the room. I remember her at a Christmas party for the Sean Hannity show years ago. We spent a good amount of time talking together. Was always eager to help. So rest peacefully with the Lord. It is uh, a major loss for us. I saw that last night. Uh, the, the details have been sparse, but I think the privacy of the family. It's probably got to let them grieve right now. So uh, we're gonna be, you're going to be missed. All right, folks, I really appreciate you tuning in today. Thank you very much. It's been an incredibly busy news week. It just is just through this Monday and Tuesday. Um, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to the podcast. We deeply appreciate it. It's free. It keeps us on the charts. It means a lot to us on Apple, Spotify. Uh, we had a great week last week, a huge comeback. And then on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks a lot. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.